Welcome to the Sipping Point, where each week we explore the recipe for a delicious life. I'm your host, Lori Forrester, the wine coach, and I've made it my mission in life to demystify wine, beer, and sometimes spirits one glass at a time. So expect a fresh and fun approach to the world of wine and spirits, food, and so much more. This week on the Sipping Point, we're talking to Stephen Demshuk. I think I'm saying that right, of Raven Beer, to find out about his line of brews inspired by Edgar Allan Poe. We're going to taste three of them and then talk about an upcoming event we're both going to be at, celebrating Edgar Allan Poe in his famous short story, The Cask of Amontillado. Then we'll talk to cartoonist Doug Pike, who found out how to marry his passion for both cartooning and wine to create wine cartoons. So, as I mentioned, in studio with me, I have Stephen Demchuk from Raven Beer, and he is going to be with me for our Sips of the Week segment. As you all know out there, these are the things I want you to try to find over the next week and really give a nice tasting to. We have three of your beers, Stephen. You actually started the company over in Germany and then immigrated it back here to the Baltimore area. And of course, in Baltimore, we love Edgar Allan Poe. I mean, he's huge here. And Ray, the Raven Beer is certainly uh, honoring him and has a lot of uh, history around these different ales and tying them in with the author. You you have written for all of the best beer magazines out there, certainly have awards uh, up and down the country and the world, if you will. And thank you for coming here to share these beers with me. Oh, you're very welcome, Lori. All right. Glad to be here. Yes. So how, in the very beginning, did you get this brilliant idea to build your beer company around Edgar Allan Poe? Uh, it started in Germany. Uh, I had a Beer of the Month club, actually the first one in, in uh, Europe, called Beer Around the World. And my supplier, one of my suppliers of beer, Wolfgang Stark out of Hamburg, uh, he asked me one day, Do, would you like to brew a beer? I know there's a big desire in Germany with young people to drink beer outside of Germany, beer from outside of Germany. And you have an interest in brewing an American beer or market a beer with an American uh, background or something like that. And I said, sure. And he said, call me when you have an idea. And it took me about uh, 30 minutes to think about Edgar Allan Poe because I'm from Baltimore. And uh, the other thing was, I said, what's from Baltimore is known internationally. And really only two things. That's the Star Spangled Banner and Edgar Mm -hmm. Allan Poe. Everything else is regional, national, or something like that, like Babe Ruth, Chesapeake Bay, Crab. So couldn't do crabs in, right. in in Europe. So I suggested Poe, and he said, that's a brilliant idea. People love Poe in Europe. And we started brewing the Raven beer soon after that now, in were Germany. the Ravens football team around when you started this? No, they were not. We were just a few months before they announced they would come to Baltimore. That's amazing yeah, timing it, it on your good, part. Good timing, right. <laughs> well, now the brewery is here in Baltimore, mm-hmm. and everything right. has come together, and of course, right. um, to celebrate. And one thing I want to mention, we're going to taste a few of these and talk about them here on the air. Folks can find all these at Wells Discount Liquors on York Road. Uh, yes. Check them out at wellswine.com. But if you want to come out and talk to Stephen and I in person, 
and sip some brews with us. On the 16th of March, the day before St. Patrick's Day, we are both at the Cask of Amontillado Wine Festival, which is at Westminster Hall in Baltimore. Mm-hmm. There's going to be Raven Beer, Bordy Wines, entertainment. As far as some Poe entertainment, I'm going to be doing a little wine edutainment music carnival atmosphere and it's from 12 to 5 so i'm psyched to be there with you it's so always a pleasure right yeah oh, i love going to that event and some people come in costumes some people oh, come yeah. dressed regularly it's just a it's a free for all right. and a lot of fun so yeah. definitely if you guys are interested check that out at poforevermore.com so the first beer let's go ahead and dive into the tasting as we're talking a little bit more because the truth is in the bottle, or my glass, if you will. The first one we're going to taste is called Pendulum Pills by Raven Beer. And this is your lightest. We're starting from lightest. Tell me a little bit about this beer. It's uh, designed to attract the uh, domestic beer drinker, that, that jump between your three major brands, Coors, Miller, Bud, into the craft beer. It can be kind of daunting at times. So if you jump from a Bud Light into an IPA, for example, you may never yeah. come back again to the craft <laughs> beer side because it'll just you know kind of blow you away. Yeah, so th- this this is what they call a session beer. You can sit down and drink more than normally, uh, like you can with an IPA, and it's an easy stepping stone into flavor versus a more lighter kind of beer that the domestic brewers uh, put out. Your Bud, Coors, Miller, et cetera. So this is a nice, easy drinking beer, but with flavor. Absolutely. The finish is really a long finish. You just have that little pleasant Mm -hmm. um, touch of bitterness that makes you want to eat something. Right. But it it feels like, you're right, it feels like, you know, I could have a couple of these and it's not so heavy. It's Mm going to make me feel full. It was designed that way. It's 4.5% alcohol. It has 22 IBUs, international bittering units, so it's not really bitter, not really heavy. And um, has a nice finish, very dry. It does. And the other thing that we haven't mentioned yet is that all of your labels, and this has been updated recently, have Mm -hmm. this really cool picture of of Edgar Allan Poe that was done by a cartoonist. Tell me a little bit about the label. Uh, Designed by Cal Colliger, the cartoonist for the Baltimore Sun. For nice. many several decades, and also the cartoonist for the Economist magazine. If you've seen front pages of the Economist, a cartoon Cal has been doing it for some twenty five years. And I got the idea as we we're building Peabody Heights Brewery, which is in Charles Village now. I got the idea of having a cartoon kind of label, like Flying Dog has Ralph Steadman doing their labels. And I said, well, "Who do I know?" And I. Uh, who can do this? And first thing was Cal popped in my head. Perfect. So I contacted him, and he said, actually, no, because <laughs> <laughs> he said it was election season. He's got to do the Republican, Democratic conventions, et cetera. So I let it sit for a couple of days, but then I emailed him back and gave him his – I pushed a little patriotic Baltimore theme to him. And, nice. and I, I said, Ralph Steadman does Flying Dog. He emailed me back and said, I know Ralph. He's a good friend of mine. If he can do beer labels, I can too. <laughs> Yay! So there I got Cal to do our, our labels. Great. And they're really great looking when you guys go out and check out ravenbeer.com. You can see them online and also see them if you pick up a six-pack. This one is eight ninety nine a six-pack or less. We're going to be right back with Raven Beer. This is The Sipping Point. Discover the recipe for a delicious life each week on The Sipping Point with Lori Forster, the wine coach, each week, Saturdays at noon on WBAL 1090 AM or at WBAL.com. 
This is The Sipping Point. I'm Lori Forrester, the wine coach, and we're back with Stephen Demchuk of ravenbeer.com. We just tasted your Pendulum Pills, which is the starter, the lightest of the two, and we were talking about your amazing labels. You definitely have to check them out online, or better yet, with the bottle in your hand, because you put a lot of thought into these labels, not just the cool cartoon that was done by Cal, but each of them have a quote by Poe on the back. And they relate to a story that he wrote. So there's symbol and a tagline that ties into the story. So our next one, one of the more famous stories, the Raven special lager we're going to taste, has the tagline, the taste is poetic. And then it has the uh, symbols there as for the story of the Ravens. Tell me a little bit about those. Beginning of the poem, it talks about the Busta Palace, the Raven... Uh, sits upon the bust of palace above my chamber door. So what we have here to the right and left of Poe is the a, a bust of palace and a raven sitting on top of it. I so love each that. each label has symbols uh, similar to this representing the story. And also what you've given the beer consumer is uh, in the cartoon of Poe, he's holding the right type of glass that that beer should be served in. Right. And I know with wine, the type of glass you serve can drastically change the taste of your wine. Mm -hmm. And I never really realized that beer was the same way. Yes. Except last summer I was at a festival and there was a beer sommelier there and he actually showed me tasting the same beer out of two different glasses how it tasted radically different. True. So you're you're kind of uh, giving us the granimals here of <laughs> what glass we should have right. and the glass on this Raven Special Lager. Let's talk about the lager is more of a uh, tall, slender glass, right? Right. It's what not do you quite. Call that? It, it, well, it's a standard uh, lager glass, German lager glass, and uh, it's different than the Pilsner glass, which is even taller and thinner because the Pilsner, you like to see that bead coming up from the bottom, mm-hmm. part of the perception of the beer and all that. The lager is doesn't have the uh, the gas, the amount of gas as the Pils may have, so it, it's just a different glass. Yeah, it does seem less uh, carbonated, mm-hmm. and what it's a little bit more alcohol, so a little more body to this one. And and a little bit more hops on the finish. Right. And I know you guys have those units that can tell you a little bit about the bitterness the IBA, factor, right? IBU, sorry. Yes. International Bittering Units. All right. I'm learning something here myself. Mm-hmm. I love that. And the higher they get, the more bitter. More bitter. The beer. Okay. Right. So the first one we had was IBU was 22? Uh, yes. Okay. And then this one's 18. So it's similar. Yeah, similar. Similar mm-hmm. in, in style, but really nice and smooth. Very smooth beer. It's uh, based on uh, Munich malt. The lagering time is a little bit different, and it's just the, the type of malt and type of mashing in that you do uh, breaks down the sugars a little bit differently than we do with the pills. The okay. pills is designed to mash in and be dry, whereas the lager is meant to be a little malty and a little sweet. Yeah, I, lo- I really like that sweetness yeah. on the finish. I, I feel like, I know it's not maybe not supposed to be a session beer, but <laughs> no, it's a little stronger. I could probably make it <laughs> a session beer. All right, so we've done the Pendulum and the Raven Special Lager. We're going to move on to your to the biggest of the three, yes. the Telltale Hearty Ale. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think we know what story this ties Telltale into. Heart. And um, certainly we have the hammer here on one side. Um, your, what's the symbol there on the other? Well, the the story is that the uh, the main character in, in the story kills his boss and buries him under the floor and dismembers his body and all that. And the police come in, and the beating of the heart is still in his head, 
it drives him crazy to the point he he confesses to the police, tear up these boards, stop right. the beating of this hideous heart, he <laughs> says. And that's what we have here to the right and left of Poe. We've got the vulture eye that's referred to in the story, the hammer and the, pl- the planks that he uh, wow. buried him. It seems to be a theme with Poe because in the yes. cask of Amontillado, he also buries someone alive. So. <laughs> Behind a wall, bricked wall. <laughs> exactly. All right, so let's taste this. Tell me about this hearty ale. I mean, we're getting an idea. You're telling us it's going to be more hearty. How does this differ from the other two? Well, this is an IPA. The other two were lagers. You use a lager yeast in, the, in that case. A different yeast kicks out different byproducts and all that versus the uh, ale yeast. A lager yeast will ferment at very low temperatures. That's why lagers and pilsners are very crisp and clean. Ale yeast require a higher temperature, and as yeast ferment in higher temperatures, they kick out other byproducts, esters, fusel alcohols, things that make the ale a very fruity beer. Yes, you have so, much more flavor yes. and... Um, it really is. You, on the finish, you have mm-hmm. so much that's there that you just goes on and on. Yeah, and that's also part of the, the ingredients, too. Uh, it's 7.3%. It's 50 IBUs versus uh, 22 and, and 18 of the other two beers. So it has a lot of hop character. And the other thing we do, we, we uh, dry hop. That is, after fermentation, after everything settles down, we push in 90 pounds of citra hops which is a proprietary hop, a very special hop, and let that sit in the beer for several days before we rack it out and, and keg it and bottle it. Wow. And that gives the – that's specifically for the aroma. Oh, yeah, and there's so much aroma and, and flavor on the finish that this is, you know, a beer that you're going to savor, that you're mm-hmm. going to – you know, you, you're not going to be drinking this fast. You want to really – you know, we have some wines I call meditation wines. This hmm. maybe is a meditation beer. Very nice. <laughs> you can really spend a lot of time with it because there's so much complexity. All right, well, if you want to come out and hang out with Stephen and I at the Cask of Amontillado Wine Festival – we're calling it a wine festival, but there's beer there too. Are you going to have all three of these at the festival? Uh, what are people going to be able to taste? Yeah, we'll probably have all three, maybe a fourth one. I'm not sure yet. Yep, we're, we're going to be there on the 16th of March from 12 to 5 at Westminster Hall. Check the whole thing out at poeforevermore.com. You can buy tickets there. And real quick, tell folks where they can check out information about your new joint venture, the Peabody Heights Brewery in Charles Village. Where yeah, we go? built a new brewery uh, at 401 East 30th Street in Charles Village, right between uh, Barclay and Greenmont Avenue. It's a co-op brewery between... Uh, Public Works Ale and Raven Beer, and we we produce our line of beers there. Uh, Patrick, the owner of the other uh, brewery, he produces his his brews from there too. Plus, we also uh, contract brew other other brews like Full Tilt here in Baltimore. We brew their beer. Um, soon we'll bring on other other breweries. Awesome. Well, this has been really cool. Actually, we started with Mountain State today. Mountain State out of West Virginia. We're brewing their beer. Wow. That started today. So, so you're really, that. that's quite the operation. Can people visit? Oh, yeah. We have tours on weekends, on Saturdays. Okay, great. We have a big tasting room. Love yes. it. Well, I'm going to have to come check you out on location, but I know I'm going to see you in a couple, uh, in a week couple or weeks. so. Mm-hmm. And uh, thank you so much, Stephen, for being on the show, and I hope you'll thank come you, back. Lori. I will. Cheers. Appreciate it. Thanks.